Hello, I'm Troy Hawk, and you are listening to Promoter Mouths with Pamblo and Kai. Congratulations. Well done on being a podcast connoisseur and finding this one. You clearly know your onions. Enjoy. That's a command. Episode number 42 of the Promoter Mouths podcast. Ding dong. Hello, Pablo. Hello, Kai. 42. The answer to everything. Um, Why is that the answer to everything? Well, it's an answer to everything in a classic sci-fi book. Oh, okay. I so, don't know my references there, do I? Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody told me on Friday. What, 42 is the answer yeah, to yeah. everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 42. I can't believe we're on 42... And, uh, well, it's it's Wednesday again. Yeah, it's been quite a week. We have squeezed this one in because you're you're off somewhere tomorrow, aren't you? I'm very excited, Kai. I'm off to Benner's, Benidorm. Oh. I'm off for a... Uh, Benidorm is basically Disneyland for pissheads. And uh, I'm not saying I'm a pisshead, Kai, but I am going to win and enjoy it. Well, I'd say you're close to a pisshead. I would rather you didn't, though. You know, you're close to a pisshead. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah I see what you're saying. Yeah, you're just there. <laughs> you thought I was having a dig then? Yeah, I did, yeah. I was hurt then. Uh, no, yeah. it wasn't. Last week, we forgot to do the Tony Law intro. Oh, did we? Yeah, I was listening to it, and I thought, what's missing? And it was uh, it was the intro that tells everyone what's going on. Let, let's not forget this week. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, they have joined together with the aim of banging on about UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. Thank you, Tony Law. Did he put birds on at the end of that again? I didn't. I think he recorded it and the birds were probably singing in the other room when he did it. Oh, right. They, right. You always ask that. Yeah, I did, yeah. It sounds quite tropical at the end, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you'd, uh, we were trying to make it like an idyllic uh, English uh, market town. Oh, we are, yeah. 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 What, what would it have if it was uh, Loddon and Chedgrave, some of the sounds? Uh, yeah, it will have a, um, some giddy camponologists, is that the right word? Those guys will look really familiar. Go on. Well, they ring the bells. I like your... Uh, yes, that was too clever for me today. Yeah. Well. I've been lacking in sleep lately. I told you earlier, Pablo, yeah. and now you're throwing those terms to me. That's a... Yeah, a bit of a... Yeah, that's a pun that you had to bring a bit to the table to. So a bell ringer. Yeah. Have you ever had your bell rung? <laughs> that's a bit personal, if you don't mind me saying so. On okay. that subject, I have got a new battery for the bell. I, well, I, I wasn't sure because I had to press it twice. I mended it. Oh, it might be... Oh, did you? Yeah. Do you know what I think it is then? I've changed the batteries and it's the battery on the button. I see. It's a wireless one, you see. Right. Well, we got there in the end. It literally only seems like about two seconds ago when we was last talking about your big bell. It does. And here we are again. <laughs> <laughs> with more shit chat with the promoter mouths. <laughs> Hello, everybody who's listening. Should, should we tell them what we got coming up? Well, we're going to have a week roundup. Praise be. Comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shit housery. Parking like a twat in Lauren and Chad Gray. Seagull news. Opinion whores. Hellfire and damnation. Contrition. Oh, have we got something for everything? I don't know. I'm not sure if there's a parking like a twat in there today. I had it. I had the uh, crib sheet up open on one of my screens in the office today. and Any time I thought something, I added it on. But I'm not sure I've got anything... For contrition, have you been having Maybe. have you been having a blowout in the old fat fighters before you go off to Benidorm? Oh, really, I didn't go this week. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just just been so busy. Was it the guilt from all the lager at the weekend? Uh, no. How's your week been, Pablo? In order, been pretty fucking mental. Monday, Friday, run two gigs: one at Southwold and one at Woodbridge. I was down at that one. And, uh, yeah, they both went extremely well. 
lineup was fantastic. I would say, from a promoter's point of view, they yeah. were amazing, mate. Yeah, thanks, Kay. You had, Kay. A, you had the, two theatres full of people. The one I was in had lovely people who really enjoyed it, yeah. and um, it was a great show. Pinching myself. Yeah, I, I had this guy send me a voice message. Did I send that to you? You did. Yeah, I can't believe it. He took, he took the trouble to actually record a message on Facebook Messenger after finding me. Uh, addressing me in person and thanking me for putting their comedy on. Never had that before. So, I mean, I was blown away. Careful, mate. You're going to start sounding like somebody else we know. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about you, mate. Just do a selfie. (laughs) Paula, what I'll send you a message. We went to the comedy night on Friday at the Sex Theatre and it was absolutely brilliant. Um, I, uh, the first one that we've been to, uh, we'd definitely be going to more. It was a great, great night. Really great atmosphere. Comics were great. Um, just laughing and giggling all the way through. Absolutely fantastic. I think um, Terry Alderton sh- uh, stole a show for me, but, you know, they were all really, really good. Um, so uh, keep going, buddy. Uh, just want to send a message of support, really. We'll be coming to... Uh, to more that you uh, set up and, and nip up to Southwold as well. So, fantastic night. Well done, buddy. It is very humbling. <laughs> it is. After you've watched, you know, uh, like three bona fide comic geniuses on, like, on, one good, after the, on good form. Yeah, well. on really good form. And everybody's coming up and thanking me. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I, I know there's a fair bit of a hassle involved and a fair bit of sleepness sleepless nights trying to make it happen yeah and they do recognize it and they do appreciate it and that's nice and many times they probably don't have that connection you know no. they, they won't know who the guy is yeah it's just a a, a show I, I do think it's important to personalize it even if you like you but i mean i'm awkward socially uh, and I, I know i'm not always awkward socially because sometimes i fix it so i'm not if you sort of mean yeah yeah but um yeah i am genuinely awkward but socially. you get out amongst it and you chat to yeah, people yeah yeah yeah, you do. You force yourself to do it, but um, and I, I genuinely think if people kind of understand who you are, if you do it in a humble way, I think people appreciate it. Yeah, you know. So I, that's that's kind of what I try to do. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to come across as being smug, do you? No, you know, <laughs> no. you really don't. Uh, the show was Troy Hawk was the headliner. Yes, and, they, and we heard Troy at the top there. We did. He was kind enough to uh, have a listen to the podcast, and it sounds like he likes it. Well, yes. Well, when I, when I was asking him, could he just say what he thought of the podcast for us? And he was, like, looking at me really, really quizzical, quizzically. And um, I was thinking, how do I express how I'd like him to do it? I just said to him, just try it up a bit. <laughs> and he looked into space, nodded, and then he disappeared into the toilet in, in, in the uh, dressing room, and I could just sort of hear him in the background, and then that's what you came out with. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Brilliant. Yeah. What a show. Just a great personality, great character. I loved it, mate. That's what we do it for. What a team. And yeah. also, it's a really nicely kept theatre, because uh, it's on the school grounds. You yeah. know, they, have, they, they look after their stuff, don't they? It's and maintained and risk assessed within an inch of its life. And a lot of the kids look after it too, yeah. don't they? Yeah, uh, because they Because they're... they're you know, they they respect it, I suppose. Yeah, and they, they were very pleased with how they did on the bar, which I'm extremely pleased with. I got too glassed at the bar. Not wrong glassed, too mm-hmm. glassed. What, how does that work? Well, they had a bottle of ghost ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the first one, it was in a nice tall glass. Mm-hmm. Second time I went, it was in two little squeezy plastic cups. Oh, so you had to <laughs> jiggle it about. Yeah. Yeah. And then I took one in, and I had one in one hand. I popped one just on the top of the radiator at the start of the show. Yeah. And what happened? It just fell over, didn't it? It oh, just went on the floor. That's got hurt. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it was more the, the, the girl or lady who was sat next to me were laughing at me as that happened. She was just like, <laughs> what a knob. <laughs> Great place. Yeah. You've got yeah. to do that again. Yeah. Well, Gary Delaney is already nearly half sold, isn't it? Uh, third sold. Which <laughs> <Mate. laughs> I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? I know I'm pinching myself, but. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. I, um, and uh, You're in yeah, a sweet I've, spot. I've, got, I've got, got a few on the spin now, though. Right? I mean, I'll say this and then not do it, but I'm probably at the peak of what I can manage along with my day job. Yes. And, and I've managed to sort of build the gigs so that. They're infrequent, and and I can sort of build towards them, 
and and they're still worth doing. So there's like, I mean, two gigs on one night is a bit of a stress, but once it's done and over with, you're yeah. happy as Larry. Um, and with the day job, the day job has its own stresses, and he's, you know, you've got your personal life as well. You know what I mean? I like what you said, though, about kind of retirement or, you know, if, if you were to stop working, let's say five, ten years or whatever, you, yeah. whatever you choose, that is a really good fallback if you've got the skills to be able to fill theatres up. But there's a few. Top up your pension. But there's a few retired um, uh, gig runners. Yeah. Just kind of kept their hand in and good uh, way to work, mate. Looked, looked after the ones that they uh, like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a bit soon. You never know. But I'll tell you what, I have just agreed um, exclusivity with uh, uh, the 320-seater. Yay. Yeah, so that's good. So it really pleased with that. So up yours, rival promoters coming well, in. If anybody comes sniffing round very shortly, they'll, they'll they'll go to the About Us page or contact us and they'll say if you want uh, any inquiries about comedy, they'll say come to Paul at WCB Comedy oh. Limited. Yeah, it's like get in. Very yes. nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. As Troy Hawk left, I found myself saying to him, "Keep on keeping on. You're doing great." And it was just like something he might say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice to it's see. Different. I mean, I, when I first um, asked about booking him, I sent him a message, and it was just after COVID, and that's where he started getting really big because of the videos. Mm. And, I, and, and I said this to him, and I meant this, and I, and I said this to Scott Bennett as oh, well. Scott, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when everybody's sort of down on their ass and feeling sorry for themselves and working out that they're not actually a key worker at the comics, that is, one or two of them actually really shone. And, uh, yeah, Scott Bennett was one of them. And so was um, Milo, Milo McCabe, a.k.a. Troy Hawk. You know on one of your, on your posts that you put out, it had Milo McCable. Did you yeah, I saw that? that, yeah. Well, what happened with that is I spelled it wrong and gave it to somebody else, and Southpaw do the tickets okay. like for, for that. And it takes days to get through, and I thought, oh, for fuck's sake. I, I do just, like just, bringing it to your attention. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's lovely. Well, when we first did flies for that, it was a... Troy Hackway. <laughs> the 500 Troy Hackway flyers. I spotted that one. Yeah. It, didn't I? Oh, well, it sold out. <laughs> it did sell out. They came, yeah. There were a few people in the foyer going, well, we, we didn't come for this guy. Yeah, we wanted Troy Hackway. <laughs> um, karaoke till 3.30 a.m. It's too late for me. The night, the night before, I only slept four hours because of the adrenaline. But for the listener... Um, Kai and I went to Patreon Size House along with uh, Keir Stammer lookalike Daryl and uh, Father Jack Hackett lookalike Danny and uh, our good mate Ross. Ross is actually a um, Ricky Gervais in the bath lookalike and also a <laughs> yes, Razor yeah, Ruddock lookalike. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and we, we, we brought around a few lagers after going for a curry and lower stuff. Well, I joined you just as the yeah. curry was ending and yeah. I managed to get like a quarter of a poppadom. Yeah, you uh, did. That yeah. was my supper, and then I but I didn't pay for a beer all night. It was good. It just kept coming and coming. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I came out. Yeah, yeah. And then we went back, and the karaoke came out. T- big TV screen, microphones, and amps. Yeah, proper. That was good fun. Was good fun. I did enjoy watching you sing. I don't normally think of you of having a demeanour like a school teacher. In, in, until he started singing, and then, and then I thought. It does look like Sir's having a go. <laughs> oh, is that what it looks like? It did remind me a bit of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. Just what, you know. You could have told me. I might have done something about it. How no. can I change that, Pablo? What, I don't think you can. What, what I think I that's you. I think you're fully Sir'd. Oh, no. You are, I mean, being a teacher, you're not going to change that, are I, you? At one point, I, I felt like I was uh, Reef singing Place Your Hands, and then no. I was singing Shine by Take That, and no. I felt like I was in the, in the band. Yeah, well, you're yeah. saying it's Sir stood up there. That's S- not Sir the having a go. That's not the rock and roll image I want to project. Trying to impress the six form girls. <laughs> oh, Sir, <laughs> is that a wig you're wearing? <laughs> oh, it was good fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it, and it was a, it was all it was a practice uh, because you know there's a few of us going to be going to Benidorm doing karaoke. And it was a practice for that, and a good, good bit of bonding. Yeah, before it, was, that. it was quite funny. Yeah. It was quite funny to see. Sing that some people would sing a song and then they go, Oh, yeah, put that one on the list. Yeah, everyone would agree. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. got to go down. That's a yeah, keeper. Yeah. And I've not seen, I've not seen yourself sing before, so that was good. And Ross, I've not seen Ross. And Ross, he's got quite a good Elvis, he's, hasn't he's, he? He does all the moves. <laughs> he does. There was, there was one point where um, the, the words weren't coming up, 
but just the music. He didn't need her, so he turned around and started performing it. So I look forward to seeing that in Benidorm. You'll have yeah, the room up. Yeah. Yeah. You and Ross were there. He was singing. You had your arm round him. You had your nose on his cheek, and you were just all just singing pissed away. And it was a, like, a beautiful <laughs> moment of two mates just yeah. ready to go on a stag do. Yeah. It's going to be carnage. I've put a £15 hand job. Oh, God, it works. You know, it you, sounds like a bargain. Have you ever had a £15 hand job, Pablo? Um, yeah, I think I had, yeah. Um, yeah, I went um, well, af- well, after, the, after the karaoke, I went out in, to get into my car. And it had been parked under a tree, and it was covered in bird doo-doo, right? <laughs> that had caked itself somehow, miraculously, into the hardest kind of substance known to man. On the windscreen, and all over the roof, and all over the side of the door and the bonnet. <laughs> and it was, I don't know what those birds were eating, but it had caked itself solid. And even, even wiping it off didn't help. First of all, I put the windscreen wipers on, and ended up with a windscreen literally caked in this shit and so i got a cloth tried to get that off and then decided i'd have to drive to the car wash and i drove in and it and he, they washed it and then they blow dried it or whatever they do and then he said well, that would be 15 pounds is that a lot it's about about how much it is now so it has gone up i remember okay. you, used to, you used to pay about eight eight ten quid didn't you it's a lot. I mean, how many people were looking at, at your car when, when it happened? Two. Yeah. One guy. Yeah, they spray it and then, yeah. And how long did was it being looked after for? Oh, I was sat in it. I was looking after it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Should have had a discount for that. So, About uh, 10 minutes, 10 or 15, maybe. You know, we call it 15. Uh, that's half an hour. And, uh, well, it's basically 30 quid an hour for standing outside in the cold cleaning your car. I mean, yeah, you know, what I mean, I, I, yeah, it's, it's and slightly. You know what? It was worth it because that stuff was caked on. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have the means to get it off, and I tried. Yeah, it's it foul. I don't know what they're eating. It had yeah. like stone, like pips in it as well. Yeah, what are they eating, Pablo? Uh, probably berries or something. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it's that too much. But I had a fifteen pound hand job. Do you know what? I just had a little bit of a car this misdemeanor. Um, I don't know whether I should say this out loud, but I'll say it. I had some uh, vegetable chilli for lunch, and then when I got home, I basically let it rip before I got out of the car. You know, I thought, I need to get this out of the way. So I let it rip, and then I got out of the car quickly, went in, had my tea, uh, did a bit of packing, got back in the car to come round here. My car still had a fart in it. Ooh, really? I'm, yeah, I hadn't, hadn't escaped. Yes, but did it still smell like yours? <laughs> yeah, it did, but... Okay, because they're always better than someone else's. Not, not if you leave it for that long. Well, that's the... Yeah, that's what I was yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah. still in there. It was fascinating me how it stayed in there. It's like I'd just done it. <laughs> the car's quite airtight nowadays, that's all I'm saying. Yes, they are. I remember one Christmas, one of my family, I think it might have been my dad, farted in a roses jar... Oh, yeah, sealed, sealed classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Have you done the biscuits in? No, but <laughs> not with the biscuits still yeah. in. No, Pablo. I've not done it, but I know somebody was. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> not with the biscuits still in. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh, that's not on. <laughs> that's like when, you know, when you put like an orange or mint flavoured biscuit in with all the others, they all start tasting a bit minty. Yeah, not yeah. this one. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you what, Pablo, I've had a, I've had a mental week, right? I won't go into details, but um, it's, it, it, uh, it was a little bit uh, stressful. Um, and uh, the person that upset me, somebody upset me, and the person that upset me apologised. Oh, well, that's always nice, Which was very it? nice yeah, at the yeah. end. Praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. Um, you've put Patreon size karaoke. Oh, we've just done this one, haven't we? We can <laughs> thank him though, can't we? Officially? Oh yeah, yeah. Thank, yes, thank you, thank, thank you very much, Patreon size for doing us a karaoke. And, uh, and uh, you've and, put. And, and hang on, and Danny and Daryl and yourself for 
been good company. Yes. I don't normally hang around with groups of blokes like that. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, I might meet a few people down the boozer, um, but that was quite a, quite an intimate little occasion, wasn't it? Yeah, not, yeah. Not in a sexy way, but oh, yeah, no. all, that, uh, all that karaoke. Yeah, maybe that's why I thought you were a bit, um, a bit sir-like. Like in your sort of, you know, maybe your your uh, teacherness came out. It's probably because of uh, Simon Darrell brought it out in me. <laughs> Boys, what have I told you? <laughs> uh, you've put. I've put Ross and Kai. Oh, mate. Yeah, I, I, I realised I'm just banging on about that gig, but you both came and helped. Ross looked after Southwold and held it together, and. Um, you know, I, I was wondering if I needed any help at um, uh, Woodbridge, wow. but, but but I'd been, I'd been a bit lost without you, mate. So well, thank yes, you. because I turned up with you, expecting to sit backstage, maybe, and just uh, not backstage, but in the wings, and and you know, be on hand. And the theatre manager said, "Have you brought your two ushers with you?" And you were like, "Oh, um, do we need two? Do we? Yes, you need two downstairs and two upstairs." And you were like. Well, it looks like we're ushers then, Kai. <laughs> I know. I'm a muppet. And I was taking she the told tickets. me that loads of times. I'm just so disorganised. And I was taking the tickets, checking the tickets. It was very nice. You get to meet... You probably might... No, well, it's not really your job, but, um, yeah, meeting all the people as they come in, and they yeah. were all nice people, honestly. Yeah. There wasn't one person who I thought they were going to be trouble. It's not a bad shout, you know, because what we were saying at the beginning, it's good to sort of personalise it a little bit. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a, it's a, a low-down job i think you have more important things to do on the night yeah. because you have to be there i don't yeah. think it needed two of us on the door to be fair i genuinely i'm really really grateful thanks mate yeah the whole thing's about collaboration isn't it yeah but that was a particularly special gig you, oh come on you've put yes i spy with my glass eye something beginning with yes pablo <laughs> What's this yes. all about, Kai? What's it about? Well, Glass Eye Comedy got in touch, and I was really impressed, actually. Really, it was a refreshing message to receive, and I believe that you might have got one too. Yeah, I did, yeah. And I thought it was really nice. Um, they are looking after a gig down in Th- uh, Thorrington or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they just were keen just to uh, reach out and say, look, well, they didn't say that, but in the past they've maybe booked similar acts or the same acts mm. um, close by. Just wanted to make sure that doesn't happen again, which I yeah. think is an absolutely um, uh, sen- nice... a sensible thing to, but also really uh, refreshing to see that happening. It's a nice intent, isn't it? Communication. Yeah. And yes, I don't think my Beckles really is, is close enough for it to be um, a major issue, but um, it's nice to see promoters doing that. Yeah, yeah. Off their own back. There's there's a little bit of a backstory to this. I, I think I had a bit of a moan previously. I'm, I'm not sure how much detail I went to on the pod. I don't, I don't think I went to that much. But I thought, ah, this place, bloody racked up next to my Southwell gig, and I was a bit annoyed about that. And then and then it transpires. I had I had no good reason to get my bum out um, to the extent I got my bum out, which okay. is, wasn't very much, but... But you do feel a bit prickly. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you. if, if you're listening, Louis, thanks for reaching out, mate. And, yeah. uh, and uh, we'll, we'll hook up sometime, I hope, and uh, yeah, yeah, maybe see, see what's going on. Let's do that. Pablo, I've got a quick question for you. When, when you talk about maybe getting a bit angry, you use the term, and I hear it quite frequently, getting your bum out. Yeah. Now, that's not a term I use. Where is that from? Oh, I, think, I, I think it's London. Getting your bum out. Yeah. Oh, I got my bum out. Because it gives me an image of you doing a little moony. And I don't think that's I, what it's intended, I, is it? I'm pretty sure it's a South London Somebody thing. Somebody had a go at me and I got my I, bum out. <laughs> I, I lived in South London for a good decade or so. And, uh, yeah, I, I took that one with, with me. Were you, Did, all you know go, what? were you always going around getting your bum out, Pablo? Um, when you were in London? No, I was getting a royal lump. <laughs> How were you? Yeah. With that, your bum out? That, that first time I heard getting the Royal Hump was uh, uh, like when I was in London. So some people have got their bum out and they're getting the Royal Hump. It's it's more of a sort of a working class South London thing, I think, really. Getting my bum out. Yeah. See, I don't I don't see it. I can't. The only image I've got is of you just running around with your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go, oh, Pablo's, up, Pablo's <laughs> in the mood. 
yeah. <laughs> it does. It does feel a bit like that. Yeah, I'm not going to suggest you stop using it because you use it quite freely. Yeah, I do. I do that in the office in in the, in the day job as well. And I, I, yeah, I think they're used to me now. I just like to address that because I think there are a lot of listeners thinking he gets his bum out a lot. Yeah. You getting your bum out? <laughs> we all get our bum out a lot, but I mean, there's a time and a place. It's a uh, colloquial term, uh, isn't it? Uh, what do you say? It's a metaphor. Getting my bum out. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths. Thanks, Tony. So if you are interested in becoming a patron, it's uh, £4 a month and you get some extra content. Some really juicy stuff in there about things that happen. Mm. And that things that we, we don't publish, yeah. um, really. Yeah, we get a bit more um, free with the edits. Uh, it's now time for comedy rumours forward slash shit housery. Uh... Now we've put liquid comedy again. Moving on from last week. Do you remember there was a company that we said... Oh, yeah. A local company that we said had gone into liquidation because for all the world that's what it looks like and yeah, we yeah. were concerned and we were yeah. just talking about it and around it. Uh, we, we didn't say who it was and, and we don't need to, but it was good because uh, somebody told the company that we talked about them how on they, the podcast. How, how would they have worked that out? How, how, did, how did they know? No, the, the person who told them, I don't get it. Um, no, Because we didn't actually say, did we? No, no, it's true that. Yeah. Anyway, some yeah, they found out somehow. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It was quite cryptic. What we yeah, said. Yeah, it was. We'd like to think so, but we got a, we got a nice message from we the did. lady. Very lovely to uh, get a message from the person, and they said that that is not the case. They've rebranded and they've kind of re- rejigged things. Yeah, was yeah, they've got a um, director reshuffle, restructure, and uh, uh, yeah, and and which is excellent news. That's a relief. Yeah, that, that that is good news, and uh, and they're open to collaborations with Double Ups. That's right. Yeah, so that was you know some good came of it, which yeah. is excellent. Which maybe um, in the past they hadn't been, understandably. You know, twenty minutes from their their venue maybe is a bit fairly close. But I said, oh, well, I've got some really good acts on the last uh, on the same day as you have a gig, and so um, you're more than welcome to them. I didn't ask for anything in return. <laughs> hand out an olive branch, haven't you? No, but it, it, yeah. bit, and yeah. it was lovely. It's so co- collaboration works. My attitude towards it is, or my viewpoint is, that the acts would really appreciate it. They come a long way to do my little gig, and if they can get a decent double with a with a few extra quid before they shoot off back down the a whatever forty seven back to wherever, uh, it's good. No, and I think I think everyone should come to it. You know, just like with Louis before, you know, just saying that, I think it's a good thing to do and um, it should be encouraged. Yeah. You know, for example, some promoters, let's say, some promoters might have a gig, right, and another promoter puts a gig on really close by, you know, on, let's say, the week before they've got a gig. Yeah. But doesn't, you know, even bother to uh, maybe just have a chat some sometimes that happens you get some promoters seeing where you are and uh, making direct contact seeing if they can sort of get their own gig on there mm. what do you do we say stop it comedy store <laughs> that's what you do rise above it yeah rise above it that's what i say no parking like a twat in Loddon and shedgrave in brackets the local bit. I, I was looking at my uh, uh, Google timeline to try and remind myself what I was doing. And then uh, on, on Sunday, we met up for a few pints, but uh, I, had a, I had a couple in each. And I could see said, it goes, uh, the angel, the swan, it skips the king's head, goes straight to the white horse. Then it comes back, it said the king's head again, then the swan, then the angel. I only had half in the uh, king's head. Mrs. Pablo, don't shout at me, right? Well, I had a good day on Sunday. It was very nice. I had a lot of pork scratchings and uh, Dolly got a good old walk and lots of attention. Seagull News. It's now time for Seagull News.
Warning, distressing content. Seagulls have been branded savages and psychos after they were filmed swallowing animals whole in a selection of sickening videos. Seagulls have become big pests, particularly in seaside towns in the UK, dive-bombing Brits for their chips and ice creams. An array of sickening videos shared online have captured the stomach-churning moments seagulls have been caught swallowing animals whole. Some of the clips are so disturbing that you wouldn't want your seaside treats anyway after witnessing it. Rabbit. A brutal bird was caught on camera pulling a wild rabbit out of a hole and swallowing it all in gruesome footage. The defiant seagull dragged the rabbit out of an underground hole and chowed down onto its head. It then lifted the animal up and choked it down as another bird watched on. For a couple of seconds, it looked like it may have bitten off more than it could chew. But then, with a quick pause, the rabbit's back legs disappear down the gull's throat. But while such an incident may seem bizarre and impossible, small mammals are a normal part of the bird's natural diet. Wildlife trust experts say rabbits are an important part of their diet when none of very few small seabirds or seabird chicks are available. Pigeon! In a horrific video, another giant seagull took on a smaller pigeon in a gruesome battle to the death. The horrific clip, believed to have been filmed in Rome, Italy, started with the bigger seagull thrashing its victim around in the air. But it didn't take long for the bigger bird to swallow its victim alive. It jerked its body up and down before unbelievably swallowing the animal's body. Right. Meanwhile, another monstrous seagull was caught on camera swallowing a giant rat. Shoppers watched in horror. In the clip posted on Twitter, the brazen seabird casually strolled down a street with a rodent in its mouth. A man and woman could be heard gasping in disbelief when the grey-backed seagull engulfed the prey whole within seconds. A nearby shopper walked out from the boutique and shooed the bird away. The video, with more than 1.8 million views, ended with the seagull flying towards the cameraman. Squirrel! Another bloodthirsty seagull was filmed scooping up a squirrel and eating it in a sickening video recorded by shocked onlookers. In the clip, the peckish bird picked up the rodent at the side of the road with its beak and gobbled it down whole. It was not known if the squirrel was dead or alive when eaten. Some viewers branded the birds Sankos and savages and even claimed to have been left traumatised by the wild clips. Let's return to opinion whores. OK, here's, here's something. How do you feel, Pablo, about... Uh, well, you don't really have open spots, do you? I have had them. Um, I've I've put them on in the past. I've always had all for twenty years or so. I've always had open spots on the menu. Quite a large open spot community in this area, isn't there? And they they like getting on pro bills, don't they? They do. I was an open spot. I've told you before. Um, and not only was I an open spot, I sort of did quite a lot of gigs up and down the country because my job could take me around the country at the time, and uh, I co- coincided that with uh, doing open spot gigs. And I did an awful lot. I did an awful lot. And and because of that, I sort of worked out what, what was acceptable for um, giving an open spot or providing for an open spot up and down the country. I, was, I started out as an open spot, um, and I've remained an open spot as well uh, throughout my entire career. Uh, no, I, I um, started out as an open spot way back. I used to go to gigs and... Sometimes you didn't even know if there was a gig on to start with. If you didn't get a drink, there weren't any crisps or snacks or anything like that. You know, you just, you're in, yeah. you did your bit, you went home again. However you got there wasn't up to them, you know, you just turned up and went away. I, I was gen- genuinely grateful for the experience because, you know, when you start off, you're pretty shit at it. I didn't get much better as it happens. No. But but you are grateful for the experience. Uh, I'd say probably about 10% of the gigs, you um, you, you might have got a drink. But some gigs, they wanted you to actually not only not have a drink, but for you to bring somebody with you mm. so they could buy drinks Yeah, before you'd even get to do the gig. The old bringers. The old bringers. And and somebody tried to do what they uh, do still do in America, which is uh, pay to play. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. Be a fiver to enter. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I tend to provide 
at least a drink. Sometimes I've given them a meal. They've sat down with the other acts and had a meal. Uh, they all get a drink from the bar. Some have had a few too many drinks. The White Horse hospitality is quite generous at times, and some take full advantage of that. Um, but they all get to, you know, enjoy themselves anyway. Um, but I have a competition where we have a number of acts, actually. Um, Twelve acts you get together. It takes a bit of organisation. Um, and they all come to win a prize of 150-odd quid, 150 yeah. quid. The And they all get a drink. No, you know, they come knowing that you're not paying them. But I got, uh, I was told that uh, because I'd sold a lot of tickets, that I should pay all the acts. I should pay all the 12 acts something mm. because I'd, because I'd had a good night and filled it up. That's absolute horseshit. I, In my opinion, it absolutely is. And it got me thinking, though. When I first started out, I did a competition called So You Think You're Funny. Yeah. And I got through to the semi-finals in Edinburgh. Ooh. And I had to get an, an aeroplane up to Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, I had to get accommodation in Edinburgh at the festival. Um, I had to feed and water myself while I was up there, of course. And I did my five-minute spot in the semi-finals at the Gilded Balloon on a Saturday night, I think it was. And it was full of paying punters coming to see the competition. Um, didn't get a penny, you know. It, it cost me hundreds of pounds for that. That was yeah. one example. There are other competitions that go on. There's the Gong Show in London, 30 acts in front of 450-odd people, all paying a tenner each. They don't get paid. And then I was somehow um, what did, told that What I, the acts pay a tenner each? No, no, sorry. No, no, the audience pay a tenner each. So right, right. And it's always full on a Monday every month. Yeah, yeah. Um, that nobody gets paid there, and for some reason, my gig in um, in in Wingfield was um, was put under the microscope as being exploiting those acts. <laughs> not one of those acts, and I will say this: not and I've had messages from all of them. Not one of those acts is there under duress. You yeah. know, they're coming because they want a good gig. They know they've heard it's a good gig. Yeah, yeah. It takes a bit to put on, of course. Um, it doesn't make the the profit that the person who spoke to me thought it would. But the yeah. point is. You don't pay all of them. That's no, bollocks, isn't it? That's not living in reality. I mean, I, when I was back as an open spot, I did a gong show. The only one I did do it. I, I don't think my my pattern was uh, susceptible for a gong show. I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a slow bird. And, um, yeah, consequently, I was on for about 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Travelled all that way. Yeah. Been on for about 30 seconds. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. Good night, Vienna. But, um, it was more, really, for, for me, like, as an open spot... It, it it was the experience, it was the networking, and you build up a camaraderie with other open spots, and some of them you sort of grow up with through yeah. the circuit, and you sort of know them for a while, and there are people that I know now that still act, actually, I'm a promoter, I'm not an act, but I still know them from when I sort of, both start, maybe all started off through the circuit, and I still know them, and still, you know, really... Yeah, on really good terms with them. Now, there are and some, that, that's where the reward comes, really. There are it? some acts I used to give open spots to who no longer take open spots because they are getting paid work now. Um, that's one thing, yeah. uh, which is which is good, yeah. which is great for them. But those acts that come, I've got a good mind to ask each individual act on Saturday whether they agree with the idea that they're being exploited. Look, they wouldn't come if they thought... That, that, look, but well, here's the thing: like it, it, you make an offer for work or or an experience, you can accept it or not, right? And the person who said it to me, though, they said they said this. They said it's only their opinion, and their opinion was that I'm exploiting open mics, spots that, and that I am taking the piss by not paying the acts. Um, and paying them something. And, the, you know, even a fiver, they said, well, I, I pay at least that for a drink. You know, if you have a pint, if mm. one of them has a pint, the white horse, that's a five, that's five quid right there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there you go. Um, I, mean, it, I, I think it's more demeaning to give them all a fiver. Well, you, the idea is they come knowing that it's a competition that they they, they go for the the prize on. I wouldn't let it bother you, Kai. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that I've got got rates perfect with every... every uh, every gig I put on. But what I will say is, I've always paid what I've agreed to pay people for the gig. 
And, and you, you know, I think once you've accepted the fee for a gig, you should stick to it and, and not carp on that like you didn't like it or it wasn't fair or whatever. You know, and you've agreed to do it. Yeah. And, and if you don't want to do it, say it up front. I mean, I've had to like, say to me, look, I, um, can you pay a bit more? Like, at, at, at the beginning of the uh, a transaction, I'll do it for a bit more kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, all right, okay. You, you, you obviously value yourself a bit more. I sort of respect that. I've had to like, say that to me, and I said, no, you, you're more than welcome to take a gig somewhere else, but that's, that's yeah. how much I've got in, in the budget. And sometimes you're a little bit more sensitive about money than other times, depending on how things are going. And, you, you know, I, my model is sometimes I pay the headline a lot, but they do a lot of the work in terms of bringing the numbers in. Yeah. It p- provides an experience and it, there's a bit, bit of a risk I always, there. I always used to see that model as being a little bit out of balance, but I can see how it works now. Because if you'd, if you'd skimmed off Troy and stuck another, uh, just a, another headliner on there, you wouldn't have filled up the theatre. They're there for him. Yeah. They came for miles for him, and it shows. Yeah, exactly that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And you do what you can within the time given, I guess. But I think when you share, well, when when you think when you share your opinion with people, I think there's sharing your opinion, and then there's properly pushing it down your throat, isn't it? <laughs> Don't you think? I, I think if you yeah, if you're sort of sensitive about these things, oh, and yeah, yeah, and and you you know if if you consider yourself as an honest practitioner. You can be very sensitive if somebody's making out that you're not yeah. being sensitive. Because I'm quite proud of the Dirty Dozen. That's, I think, what it was. I think it's a really nice gig. It takes a lot of work to get it together. And the quality of acts I've got on... There's a list over there, you can see. The quality of acts I've got on as open spots is um, incredible. So some of them will make it all the way at to the top. Some of those will be, yeah, absolutely. You'll be like Jeff uh, Whiting saying, oh, I, I, I gave Jimmy Carr his first gig. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, one day. Yeah, that's what you'll be, that's yeah. It. But I think there is maybe, I don't know, maybe it, maybe a, a gig like that with so many good acts that are doing it for, for very little um, or doing it for the, for the um, experience and the opportunity to win a prize. You give a good experience, Kai. Mate, it's such a well put together gig, and having a, having the audience love it. And it, and for some of those, more than some of those, that's the best gig they're going to have. Oh, I shouldn't worry about it. Hellfire and damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged, or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Thank you, Diane Abbott. I missed her last week. Yeah, you got got Donald, didn't we? You yeah. put playing juvenile tricks on fifty-two-year-old grooms to be at stackdoos. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think that would be. I mean, it hasn't happened, but I am a fifty-year, fifty-two-year-old groom to be, and uh, I'm about to go on a stag do tomorrow. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, what's this about playing juvenile tricks? Who would do that? What's what juvenile tricks have they been playing on a fifty-two-year-old? Well, they, they haven't yet, and uh, I'm worried that that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I just want to say. It can get in the fucking bin if it does. I'm 52 years old. I'm not a 20-year-old. You were so this lucky. Is, this is not 1970. This is not 1980. This is 2023, and I'm a 52-year-old bloke. Leave it. And should anybody out of the group be listening to this and considering what they're about to do, well, think on. And if you've just done something... I'll get you. I don't think somehow that um, how many stags? Uh, ten. I don't. Eleven. I, I don't, don't think that ten or eleven stags are going to be listening to this on Friday or Saturday when you're in Benidorm. Could be. They're going to listen to it after when you've got sharpie all over your face and you've got something stuck up your ass. They might listen to it on a sunbed. There's at least one Patreon, and there's a couple of other listeners. Oh yeah, yeah. Sai's going to listen. He'll be down by the pool. Yeah. All right. Uh, you were lucky, actually lucky, on Saturday. You know what? Um, Mrs. Pablo, they, they all know who Mrs. Pablo is. And God love her. You do not want to see her um, enter battle, ma- battle axe mode. Like, if she employs battle axe mode, you are fucking done for. So just think on. Oh, you've got her. She's got your back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Be running amok. You are right. Um, yeah. So yeah. So 
if you are going to play tricks on a 52-year-old groom-to-be, run like fuck if he, if he wakes up. Yeah, and or, or if you come along to the wedding and, uh, uh, yeah, Mrs. Pablo's uh, employees at full battle axe mode. And when you go down to get some cans of beer or something, what you want is il sharpio, il sharpio, yeah, por favore. <laughs> you don't want the sharpie. I'm not, I'm not turning up to me wedding with fucking cocks, like, et- etched onto me forehead. Yeah. Um, what is uh, hair removal cream? Uh, Il hair removal cream, mi dear popolore. It's convincing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hey, anyway, it's not happening. Manuel. Let's plug our gigs, Pablo. Uh, yes, go on then, you go uh, first, mate. First, November the 2nd and 3rd, I've got uh, Cowards and Brimson. Ah. Tony Cowards has stepped in to join Eddie Brimson. Oh, Tony, I've seen Tony in a little no, while. I haven't seen him for a while, and uh, that's going to be fun and support. And Pam Ford and Eddie Brimson Ooh. on the Friday there. And then in December, uh, I've got gigs as well. Uh, I've got Steve Day. And I've forgotten who else I've booked for that. Anyway, that December's coming up. And then uh, Andy White and Ashley Freeze. Lovely, lovely job. You no, know Ashley. Musical I've seen the picture. I don't know. I don't know. It just That's looks really familiar. One. It might be one of them where I've seen him on social media, and uh, I think I know him. I have to know. be very honest, though. I looked at my lineup and I renamed it, didn't I? The Baron Boys, wasn't it? I called oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, um, you did try to get lady. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It looked better with that with her on it. Yeah. Uh, and also, here's an interesting one. Something I might have, um, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I've never booked him before, but next March, yeah. I've got Jeff Whiting, the mirth control guy. That's going to be amazing. Who used to run a gig around these parts. Yeah, and he I, did, yeah. I tried to book him years and years ago, and then uh, I can't remember what came with it. It was us talking about him, and we were going, we've got to get him on, do a gig, and then we'll see if we can have a chat with him. Oh, yeah, on the podcast. Live yeah. and, live and, uh, and what's the word? Late and live. We, we, we had him on read out a statement because he had on bridge with uh, somebody else who had on bridge with him. Like crap Colombian cartel leaders, literally. They were it was, wasn't it? Ste- stepping on each Handbags, other's territory. wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so, he, he, yeah, long-time listeners would have recognised his voice. And actually, we've got... Um, we, we've got him sometimes on the pod doing opening one of our sections. So we've got Jeff and uh, Marcus Birdman yeah, next year. Very good. Okay, so what have you got? December. Yeah, December the second. Uh, I've got Arthur Smith headlining, Charming Hughes, um, putting out some inquiries for some very exciting additions to that um, uh, that lineup. Um, but I know it's a way off. I will mention because I have sold us fucked on the tickets already, uh, and that's March. What was it, March? I can't remember the date. If you look at WCBcomedy.com, well, we've got um, Gary Delaney headlining the you double should, up you for. Say the date, you? I should say the date. Yeah, at least. Yeah. I mean, t- tickets are already flying for this. And sorry, that sounds like I'm being boastful. Uh, tickets are flying. I suppose I am a little bit, but. But, anyway, it's 8th of March. Gary Delaney's on. Uh, on with uh, Justin Panks at Woodbridge, Glenn Wool. And uh, Mary Bork, um, so she'll turn up. And and at Southwold again, Darius Davis I've not had for a while, Glenn Wool, and uh, again, Mary Bork. So oh, nice. Just, well, there's two good gigs there, Pablo. Yeah. I would keep checking in. Absolutely. Week in, week out. Quick one. Well, contrition. Well, when I was speculating about the local uh, uh, local comedy company going into liquidation, I'm not I'm not sorry about that, and I didn't name them. I had to listen back to just to see what I did say, and I heavily insinuated that, well, the accountant friend of mine told me that because of the sums of money that he could see that were there when the thing sort of got wound up, he, he, he was saying that, oh, yeah, I've seen this a lot. A lot of these uh, loans... Uh, for COVID, um, get disappear and companies get wound up. That's why they get wound up. And I heavily insinuated that was the case. And listened back and thought, I don't know. I don't know. No, it's I'm- never our place to speculate on things like that. But we we don't we are clunky. 
but we're never. Hmm. I don't. Think we're yeah, ever, but we, when, when when the lady got on touch, I thought, yeah, I felt like saying to listen back. And then I listened back. I thought, well, I hope she doesn't actually. And it sounds like it was a calling the right bunch of so and souls. But oh, I don't okay. know. If, I don't well, know. From I, I didn't really get that. It was a general thing. It was like, well, this happens. Well, I don't know if it's like that. Sometimes we're a little bit more obvious with it. Yeah. Um, yes, and I have absolutely nothing to apologise for this week. Let's wind this one down, Pablo. That was a, that was a pleasant, if not a little... It's been a bit of a week, hasn't it? Let's be honest. And I think we've done well to skirt over some of the things that went on this week. Just get on with our lives. Yeah. It's better that way, isn't it? Yeah. The highs and lows and trials and tribulations. That's been loads of highs and lows. But it's one of those week. weeks where you get a little bit of everything. Yeah. And it, and it keeps sidetracking you and you keep swerving it. And on top of that, I've not sold many tickets for one of my gigs. That, that's always an arsake. It, on if, top of everything else. If this week was a football match, right, it would have had a sending off, a VAR, it would have had a, um, a it, it would have had a streaker, it would have had a, a, a last minute equaliser in the in the first half, then it would have had a last minute equaliser in the second half, penalties, yeah, and then uh, and then everybody tr- in the bath together at the end, yeah, no, and and then and then the uh, uh, head of the football would have uh, kissed one of the women players or something. Oh no, but it, would, no. it had absolutely everything as a week that did. Yeah, yeah. okay. So let's uh, let's put this one to bed, shall we? Yeah, let's put it all to bed. Yes. Uh, see you soon, listeners. And the patrons, you might hear me in the uh, in in Benidorm. And thank the... you for all your support this week, Pablo. It's been much needed. My pleasure, mate. It's been My some pleasure. interesting texts, hasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.